All right, everybody, welcome to Darthder Skeletons Art Academy. Is that what we called it? Yeah. All right. Very prepared here. Uh, it's Dark. It's Darthder Skeletons Art Academy. Uh, the show where we look, we watch the Star Wars movies. We're gonna watch all the Star Wars movies in chronological order, all eleven of them. Start. Uh, starting with the first one in chronological order and it's ben and i as always and we're joined uh on our quest on our hero's journey teased last week it's our own <laughs> our uh history's own gulp shitto atticus hello hello uh, do, do well, you know about gulp shitto i don't know about gulp shitto <laughs> yeah who's that <laughs> that's uh the that's baby yoda i believe uh-huh. huh that was not. I, think, I know that's Baby his... Yoda's name. His name is Grogu. All right. I'm Googling well... Gulp Shitto. <laughs> I looked up, you know, the guy, the, the Baby Yoda's babysitter. Um, I can't think of the real guy's name. He's a narcos. You know? I can't wait for us to get through this episode, this, 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 this series. So you, st- you are not allowed <laughs> to do this anymore. <laughs> Think Baby Yoda's babysitter type bullshit. <laughs> yeah, well, we're not gonna watch that show. Okay. I, I watched that we're show, not. but we're not gonna watch it. But his you're, talk, you're talking about Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal, yeah. Uh, you know his character in that show is named Din Jardin, Din Jin Jardin. Zen Jardin. Exactly. That's what I kept she, thinking. She has such a Star Wars ass. <laughs> yeah, that's a big. I don't even remember what she does, but who that person is. But yeah. she, she's the she's the well, she's the Gen Xer and uh, who in the replies room. to people saying like "Homie, what set you from?" type of thing. Like, yeah, white woman. Oh, who, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who says like? Would she also say she knew about Epstein like before anybody yeah. else? <laughs> yeah. As like a flex. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Damn, you should have yeah. done something, Zenny. Um. Zenny. Anyway, Zenny is that? That's what her name. Because I've been thinking about this since I learned that last night when I was reading. Star Wars Wikipedia, Wikipedia, as they call yes. it. Uh, I'm I've been pulling up Wikipedia a lot to prepare for this. Nice. Yeah. I guess maybe I not will... really prepare for this episode, but more so as I'm going through the show. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be as Star Wars as possible. I'm thinking, who's that character? Uh, you know, thirty meters in the background. Let's look him up on Wikipedia and then find yes. his whole backstory. Yes. This is a good. This is a perfect time to segue into this. Um, we, d- we talked about maybe doing it live on the show, but I did, I did some prep work for it. Um, I'm going to assign each of us a Star Wars character, a tertiary Star Wars character, a background Star Wars character that uh, we'll be watching uh, for uh, to appear in the show and or in the, in the series. Starting with uh, Ben, <clears throat> your character is Chirrut Imwe. Let me look him up. Chirrut Imwe. He is played by Donnie Yen in Rogue One. Oh, uh, nice. That's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> he is a blind warrior who believes in the Force and helps the Rebels steal the plans for the Death Star. I thought you'd be happy about that. And it was this, this was a random random pull. So that's all right. Okay. Atticus, you will be Sacy Teen. Do you know who Sacy Teen is? No. <laughs> all right. Sacy Teen is a How member of the Jedi Sacy Council. Teen? Uh, it's not sassy teen. Don't be googling that. But it is S A E S E E T I I N. Uh, he is a member of the Jedi Council who dies arresting Darth Sidious. Spoilers. And Sick. yeah, 
You guys I, better not be don't do be very careful with spoilers around me because I don't okay. know all these things. Okay. Well, I'm sorry that we told you sassy teen times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my my guy is Cody. Are you serious? We all know. Yeah, there's a guy named Cody. Okay. Is that just like one of the clone troopers? Yeah, he's a clone commander serving under Obi Wan. He goes like, "I found your lightsaber." That's his Boy, big moment. Finding the lightsaber. It's a big moment. Yeah. I'm sorry. Ben, close your ears. Cody finds a lightsaber. <laughs> um. So. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So so Ben hinted at it here a little bit. Atticus dipped his hand here by by knowing who Cody is. What's our history with Star Wars? Um. Ben, you, it sounds like you you are not all the way up to speed on 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 Star Wars. Well, I've seen the first movie. I've I've seen it a lot of times now. I think uh, I've seen the other two and three. I watched last year. I think, or as in like four or whatever it is, the second oldest and yeah. the third oldest. And uh, I think I saw the third oldest one. And uh, I think <laughs> I've seen parts of the the ones that came out when we were kids. When and we were kids in the two thousands, whatever nineties mm-hmm. or something. Uh, and I think I saw the one where they, when they brought it back when we were in like college or something like that, or high school, I don't know, high school or college or something, <laughs> they brought it back and I saw that one. There has to be a better way to refer to these movies than, uh, eras. Of <laughs> ben. Ben's uh, education. No, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So, you yeah, know what I'm talking I don't tragic. know the names. Yeah. And, yeah, and uh. <laughs> I don't think yeah. you even would need to know your age for someone to kind of piece that together. Yeah, there you go. It's okay. three different times. I retract time. my three, yeah, three different times. So that's pretty much it. And also, I should disclose that I was the leader of the uh, of Star the Star Wars equivalent of Gamergate for whatever movie that was. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see any of them, but <laughs> was on the forefront yeah. of telling whoever to kill themselves. Yeah, great, yeah. nice. Can't even remember. Was that yeah? Was that the one that uh, I saw, or to, was that a different one? We're gonna have to do some research on. I don't remember that. Okay. How 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 any of that went down? Yeah. Really. Um, Atticus and I grew up together, and so we share we sh- we shared Star Star was a very important part of our childhood. Um, Atticus, do you remember the way that we were introduced to Star Wars? Maybe you uh, were independently introduced, but no, you go for it. I feel like okay. you'll have better context. I feel like, um, I feel like uh, this it, Star Wars for me. Having seen Star Wars is kind of similar to something that um, I've said uh, earlier this month. That uh, it's just like one of these things. I feel like I've been born having seen. I don't remember the. <laughs> yeah, you don't remember a time before Star Wars. I don't remember a time before Star Wars. I remember one moment before Star Wars. I have one mem one one uh star wars memory before i saw star wars and it was a like a a kid at school asking me if i've seen star wars and me saying yes out of uh just panicking and saying yes and then he launched into some sort of some sort of rant or some description or something and all i and and just through context all i could uh I I I realized I was in too deep, but I didn't want to admit that I didn't know anything about Star Wars, and so I like said, yeah, 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 and Darth Vader's ship, and that's all I was able to say <laughs> on it. Don't cool think it shit. was relevant. Yeah, 
but the way that uh we came to star wars was that was when uh our mom went to off to off to college class well her her graduate when she was she living go, in the dorms would go off to college yeah <laughs> uh they taking night classes uh our dad went to the went to mr movies and rented the first first star wars because like yeah hey he, he he watched star wars when he was a kid and now this is a good good time to introduce his sons to Star Wars. Uh, Mistake comes comes back, pops it in, uh, and, it, and it's like like Jar Jar's there, and he's like, "What the hell? <laughs> What's this about? <laughs> this isn't. I thought this was supposed to be the first Star Wars, and he uh, didn't know about the more Star Wars. Know, the yeah that they had had come out with new Star Wars since. Um, and so I think we I think we watched yeah we watched Episode One. And then we went back and watched episode four, five, six. And then I think we saw Revenge of the Sith in theater. In the theater. Definitely saw that in theaters. Yeah. And then I have not seen all of the... Uh, I have not seen episode nine. I have not seen all of episode nine. Um, but I've seen the rest of them. Oh, and I haven't seen Solo. I've seen Rogue One. I do have a question Atticus, at this early all, right? stage. Yes. Well, no. I haven't seen them all. I've seen all the ones oh. that matter. Um. Which ones that, haven't you seen? The the um the auxiliary. Yeah. Oh, Rogue One and uh, yeah. Solo. Okay, um, we will be watching them here on the on the program. So, question: um, yeah. Was there? I feel like you guys are skipping any um a debate that would have been enjoyed by debate havers. What is the order to watch Star Wars in? I even knew that. Asked that. I asked that to to Will off offline. I feel like that would have been a. A, a long episode you could have argued about. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Once I see the things, then I can. Okay. The argument will happen afterwards. Yeah. I think that I, like, I don't think we're taking a controversial method here. I don't think what you said is accurate, though. You said a chronological. No, we're watching them in, in release order. order that they had been. Release yeah. Order. Sorry. Release order. Okay. That's the word. Yeah. yeah. Chronological. You were. Yeah. I definitely used that word wrong. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's some way to argue that that's chronological, but, you know, I was just confused if that, but uh, I feel like that is a very common internet argument, is it not? What, watching them in a particular order? Yes. Like the, the best Star Wars way to skip watch list. them. Yeah. yeah. I, that seems like a very Reddit guy thing, <laughs> thing to do of like, like, where else would you do that where else would people argue about reading something in a different you know it's like right here oh, baby I'm, podcast I'm <laughs> we're gonna be the only yeah. podcast talking about star wars yeah like i'm gonna i don't know i mean i guess it's kind of in order but like i'm gonna piece together the bible in chronological order i guess that's doesn't that's just weird it's a weird thing you wouldn't be like oh i like this is a this is clearly a prologue so i'm gonna tell people to read this one buzzfeed first. The correct order to watch the Harry Potter movies in. <laughs> <laughs> this one, it would be it's a, a simple list you one have to click through. Yeah, it's like just a. <laughs> what order should I learn the alphabet? Definitely got to start pages. with A. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna want to go letter. A. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Reddit guy thing—they'd be telling you to do the vowels first. And <laughs> That's then, true. And then, you know, God, optimize, optimize, optimize. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. You you have to watch it in release order. Like, I mean, as for a go off. If, if you're if if you want to do it, well, I'm doing. I'm going Reddit mode. But like, <laughs> if you want to do it right, 
if you want to have like a sort of a, I don't know what the term is, but like holistic view of the series, which is what I think we're trying to do here on the, on, on the program, you got to watch it in release order and consider the context of like what has come out before, what has come out, what has come out since doesn't make any sense, but like, you know, like what's going on in the world at the time. And uh, I think that you just got to go in release order. I'm I am seeing that the only common arguments similar after googling what is the correct order to watch uh, um would be uh Marvel movies. This is the group we're in. We're getting into Marvel debates. Oh god. Man, when we get to episode 600 and we're just starving for content, we go back to <laughs> we would we would never simply do that. could not. We'd never do a thing like that. <clears throat> Let's get into the movie, shall we? Yeah. Uh, this movie came out in 1977, and I will be reading the Wikipedia uh, synopsis here. So we start Wiki, with Wikipedia or Wikipedia? W- Wikipedia. Okay, nice. From the pros, from, from the lovers, from the pros who have uh, you know, issues with the types of their, uh, the forms of their out there. I will say. Ah, wait, can I say I? I okay, yeah, that makes that makes sense because I was like looking at Wikipedia. And at the bottom of a page, it'll sometimes say like, you know, like, oh, tr- translated into another language over here. And it's like, you know, a real, a real person. This isn't chat GPT or whatever. A real person translated the page. And then it'll be like, you know, it'll be like, uh, it'll be in Tamil or something like that. I guess that's a popular language, but like a not so popular language. And I also, I, like I was. Is there pigeon Wikipedia? I was deep. Well, yeah, I got to check that out. But I was like deep. And and I found that there's a page on Wikipedia for whales. <laughs> and, yes, dude. Somebody I love that. like somebody train like not every page is translated into every language, but like somebody translated the whales page. And Did you notice that just, like in, in in your searching that, that I mean that that rules that the whales has an entry at all and it's translated. But like <laughs> if you go like one step deeper than okay whatever I I just started on the New Hope page. You go like one click into it and you're like, oh, Galactic Empire. I'm curious about this. You get like warnings. That's like, this is page in critical condition. Like nothing makes sense here. Like uh, <laughs> nothing is verified at all. And so you like kind of immediately get into trouble with, at least there's the flags that people are just kind of making shit up about it. But it's crazy. The star, the story of being a Star Wars fan or trying to learn about Star Wars, what happens in the Star Wars universe is quite the effort because like, it's crazy what is actually in the movies and what has been omitted from like the story of Star Wars. So let's start here. Okay. The opening crawl. Sing the song. Such a good song. John Williams made this movie. I gotta say, I, I really think that without the John Williams score, this would be a trash movie. But we get the opening crawl. It is a period of civil war. Rebel spaceships striking from a hidden base have won their first victory against the evil Galactic Empire. During the battle, rebel spies managed to steal secret plans to the Empire's ultimate weapon, the Death Star, an armored space station with enough power to destroy an entire planet. Pursued by the Empire's sinister agents, Princess Leia races home aboard her starship, custodian of the stolen plans that could save her, pe- save her people, and restore freedom to the galaxy. And... We get the iconic music throughout the, the opening crawl and the title crawl like transitions into the first scene in space. And uh, I 
I think it's a very, very strong opening. It's a very cool way to start a movie. How, how do we feel about the t- the title crawl? It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. George Lucas. I mean, they they as somebody our age, and you're you're watching it for you know one of the first times or whatever. You're like, damn, this guy made this movie in Windows Movie Maker, 1999 or whatever. <laughs> you know, because he's a big he's a big wipes guy you know the wipes the zigzag wipes i just different kind of wipes and then yeah and then they had the star wars effect thing in windows movie maker so like yeah i saw windows movie maker i I saw windows movie maker before i saw i saw star wars (laughs) so the first time i saw it i was like man this guy he's just kind of using the basics but i got to admit but he like invented (laughs) he like invented it yeah sort of yeah Yeah. like i saw uh, here's one invent the wipe actual fact yeah here's one actual fact thing that i i know star wars is inspired by uh you know the akira kurosawa movie uh the hidden fortress which is a very good movie i like that a lot and kurosawa does a lot of like wipes and stuff like that in that movie and other movies so yeah when i saw that for the first time as a kid i guess that's i guess that's where windows movie maker comes from yeah that and that movie has (laughs) it's like the the protagonists are basically like R2D2 and C3PO, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, except, except they're Japanese. Yeah. And they're old peasants. Yeah. Like human <laughs> beings. But like. They're not R2D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, character wise, they're kind of. Uh, goofy. They're outsiders. Yeah. They're kind of yeah. goofy outsiders. They're. The, the war's going on, but they're not really like part of it. And uh, that's kind of, you know, the lens that we start. Yeah. Uh, they're bumbling <clears throat> along. Yeah, as we see here. But 19 years after the formation of the Galactic Empire and the events of the Revenge of the Sith, the galaxy is in a state of civil war. The Rebel Alliance has won their first major victory by stealing plans to the Galactic Empire's secret weapon, the Death Star. Hoping that the stolen plans can save her people and restore freedom to the galaxy, Princess Leia Organa, who is in custody of the plans, attempts to race home aboard the Tantive Four. However, her ship is intercepted by the Imperial I-Class Star Destroyer Devastator, over the desert planet of Tatooine. The ship is captured and several Imperial stormtroopers come aboard. After defeating the small number of guards defending the ship, the Sith Lord Darth Vader as- arrives to assess the damage. Vader is outraged and, Captain, er, and questions Captain Antilles, whom he eventually strangles and kills. Hiding on the ship, Princess Leia is able to record a holographic message with the help of R2-D2 and gives the droid the plans for the Death Star and the responsibility of taking the message to Obi-Wan Kenobi, a Jedi in hiding on... Tatooine. Leia is spotted by stormtroopers and they shoot her with a stun blast and bring her before Vader. Leia, Leia claims she and the ship's crew were on a diplomatic mission to Alderaan, but he is disbelieved by Vader who denounces her as a traitor and has her taken prisoner. Vader orders a message be sent to the Imperial Senate informing them that the ship was destroyed with everyone on board killed. R2-D2 and C-3PO use an escape pod in order to cl- escape the ship and reach the planet of Tatooine below. So that's the kind of first chunk of info that we'll talk about here. I just love the design of the spaceships, the uh, uh, production design on this. I think I think how some big of the, are they? How big are they supposed to be? Oh, that's always man. been confusing to me. That that's a Reddit graphic you can you can pull up. Yeah, I need one of but those like know. YouTube videos that's like ten minutes long, and it's just like side scrolling showing you like human yeti, <laughs> yes, yeah, Godzilla, you know. Imperial ship thing, whatever. I yeah. feel like one of the books that I borrowed from the library, maybe on a weekly basis, 
was a book of like graphic explanations of that exact type of information <laughs> like yeah. the exact dimensions of a lightsaber or the height of r2d2 yes dude those books were so good like the discovery kids version of or the get uh yeah explanation of just like the the different fighting styles of the jedi type yeah. of thing just so made up a whole cloth yeah but, you know cool i did i did big brothers big sisters when i was in college uh and uh i was the big brother yeah i did big brothers big sisters (laughs) when i was six uh and i went to you know this school whatever and my little brother kid he was really into those books too and he would show me them every time and that's so sick ask me about like i guess if it's real but not like if it's (laughs) real he like knew it wasn't star wars wasn't real but he just was like yeah yeah it's kind of like the it's kind of like the santa claus easter bunny type situation where a kid will be like yeah there's no big rabbit but santa claus is real like like yeah this wasn't real but like like the movie i, I could be real, a stormtrooper like, right like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So like i get that like it's kind of like a it's kind of a, a story movie but like the book is it's, it's like has the authenticity of like this is how big the ships are and so it's kind of like yeah they're out there. Like like they, a, they wrote it down how big it is. I remember yeah. getting like a similar book about dragons and like, oh, like you can feel the scales of like what a dragon would feel like. Oh, wow. I like, yes, oh, wow. I remember like, that. Uh, I don't think they're real, but here are some <laughs> scales <laughs> yeah. that are they like fucking... printed in this book. I don't think they're real, but they must have killed something for this. <laughs> I, I, maybe they're real. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like the the... The two big, I don't know. I I I I do want to give George Lucas a ton of credit. I don't. I I think uh for the you know the story and uh the way that these are directed, I guess. But the the music by John Williams that I mentioned, and the production design inspired by the illustrations of uh what's the guy's name? Ralph McQuarrie. Like if you look at those illustrations that he was coming up with, it like it made this like th- this movie come to life and like it's it's there's so much so much of it's that just one to one straight from this guy's like sketches and they're like holy shit that rules if we made that into a movie it's an automatic win just put john williams behind it like let him let him go off like you you are you really have you you, you would do, it would be hard to fuck that up um or i don't know maybe it would be easy to fuck that up and george lucas pulled through but it was cool um so the production design rules so hard. The design of like Darth Vader is great. The sci- the design of the the ships are great. The rebel outfit, the rebel soldier outfits are whack. We'll say, big helmets, kind of goofy. But but it was the seventies and it was a sci fi movie. It was gonna it was it was bound to have something shitty like that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes. But the 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 stormtroopers in the 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 like middle tier officers they they have big hats too that look like the hat and uh, yes what's very the, similar hats what's the comedy movie what's the parody movie space, oh, space, space balls. balls space balls yeah they look like the space balls hat i wonder why that yeah. is <laughs> what a coincidence that's odd. i mean it really uh, is all this stuff stuff it's before? like it's like it's like the windows movie maker thing for me sorry but i saw all these other things before i saw star Wars. has anyone seen a similarity between darth helmet and darth vader <laughs> uh i also want to shout out the sound design the sound like the sounds of uh r2d2 and c3po yeah um 
I mean, it just it makes this fabric like right up top that is like it sets the stage that like I don't know. It's it's so unique and so Star Wars and it rules. Okay. I don't know what you mean by this R two D two part though. It's just going to be the sounds. Yeah, that's a strong. The sounds of R two D two are so unique and going beep 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 beep. Yes, <laughs> everyone can recognize R two D two. It's not just beep beep beep. I don't think you can recognize him. Okay, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But other instantly, it'll <laughs> make me go beep beep. Just beep. reminded what R two D two sounds, and you admit defeat. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but other other things make those sounds too. You know. Shut fuck up. You know, here's here's a here's a pedantic thing I I I thought about. It's weird that in Star Wars, like uh, you know, R two D two can you know, jack into the walls and figure out that, you know, somebody's in in a prison camp or whatever. But uh, they don't have, like, a Wi-Fi. They don't have any, like, remote communications. Yes. It's interesting what, yeah, technology they have. They didn't have, like, apparently there's a big debate about paper. Like, they like they don't have paper in the Star Wars universe. Um, they got, like, hologram. Yeah, they don't have cell phone. But, uh, sure. but this guy's got lightsaber, but no iPhone. What a what if Luke get iPad? So speaking of Luke, let's talk about Luke's destiny. After arguing and going their separate ways for a while, the droids C three PO and R two D two. Ooh, and by the way, I think I feel like uh C three PO like you, you he's a necessary part of the movie. Some scenes I'm loving him. Some scenes I'm I'm hating his ass. He's my enemy. <laughs> I gotta say that I feel that way about Luke. I gotta say, oh man, yes. But yeah, I feel like Atticus and I spent our entire childhood hating like, Luke, ripping on Luke. Yeah. God, he's like, so dumb. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty. I'm killing sometimes. Luke. Yeah. I'm cutting off Luke's head right now. Yeah, I'm flushing it down the toilet with Barney. With Barney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Princess Leia, gotta say annoying too i mean they're all kind of annoying i and r2d2 i feel like is pretty overrated as well i'm i'm on i'm on bro i don't think i like star wars (laughs) (laughs) i'm on c3po's side a lot of the time i gotta say you are such a c3po r2d2 gotta you know he gets a lot of credit for being like the you know silent type but it's just because he's not talking and everything (laughs) dumb that he says has to be filtered through c3po what if he's just saying like slurs in there? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't think he wants to go with you. Yeah, it's like he's translating for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember. I remember. Like Atticus and I would, you know, we would play Star Wars a whole bunch. Atticus, do you remember uh, the the time? <laughs> I feel like we eventually came up with like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm R two D two, but with arms and the Force and a lightsaber. Yes. <laughs> like. <laughs> I just Why? specifically remember doing that. <laughs> I remember like, yeah. okay, I've got a lightsaber, but the back of it shoots lightsaber blades out of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whoa, so that's so much lightsaber going on. Yeah. Uh so the droids are individually picked up by Jawa traders and brought aboard a star sand crawler. Jawa's minions, by the way. Absolute minion vibes. Uh they are later brought or they're later bought by moisture farmer. Owen Lars and his Moi, nephew that Luke just, Skywalker. That's so crazy. They just let that one. People let that one slide by. This guy's a moisture farmer. No. <laughs> he lives on a desert. Why not? You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just messed up. 
let there be moisture for everyone. And they talk about like crops and stuff too. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. What is? I wonder. I wish we could. What's get going like on? A, I mean, get... he he's getting. Yeah, his crops are getting owned. I mean, you see that place. It's it's desert. What are you what talking about? What crops do you have? He's, got, yeah. he's like, Luke, I need your help for next one more Just season. Digging a water bottle out of the dirt and be like, wow. Yeah. Have you guys thought about leaving this de- this desert island or this desert yeah. planet? Luke thinks about it all the time. And apparently. I feel like Luke Luke is a good Luke is a good analog for, you know, uh Dungeon and Dragons dudes in the 70s watching this of like, you know, you're supposed to feel bad for him and be like, oh man, he's a little He's a little Cinderella or whatever, stuck at, stuck at home with his aunt and uncle, and and there's a big world out there waiting for him. No, this guy's a grown, this guy's a grown ass man, and he's farming dirt. <laughs> he's farming. His uncle's convinced. His uncle's convinced them that they, that they farm moisture. A moisture farmer or vapor farmer was an individual oh. who operated a moisture farm using vaporators to harvest excess humidity in the atmosphere. No. This guy, he's a dehumidifier. I know, I know, I'm, I know, I'm doing some classic uh, victim blaming here, but yeah, I'm, I'm victim blaming uh, Luke Skywalker. He should have known better. He is, he, he is an absolute bitch through and through. <laughs> he's, 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 he sucks so bad. It's so funny um, that whatever that guy's name, Mark Hamill, is like, that's just. His guy, you know, he became one of those actors where it's like, yeah, that's that's who I am. This is who I am for the rest of my life, and I look yeah. up to this, you know. Well, here's the th- baby so man yeah, that I'm playing. I so I think Luke generally totally fucking sucks uh, as a character and like is deeply annoying constantly. I don't know how to feel about Mark Hamill because like I don't know how much of it is his fault. I think so. George Lucas is kind of a uh, famous for not knowing how to direct actors yes where he just wouldn't give feedback really about performances or anything and then he would just kind of he just kind of you know cower back there and yeah. didn't want to you know interrupt i guess uh jar jar was just trying something yeah. <laughs> george lucas was like he wasn't supposed to be a rastafarian but i guess there's a really good story of like why Samuel, why there are suddenly uh, purple lightsabers, and it was because George Lucas was afraid of Samuel L. Jackson, basically, where he like came up to him. So Samuel L. Jackson plays Mace Windu, and they're like, I don't know, shooting or they're talking about it before the movie. And Sam Jackson says, George Lucas, why aren't there any purple uh, lightsabers? George is like, ah, uh, and he's like, I want a purple lightsaber. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so suddenly there are purple lightsabers. Nice. <laughs> Wait, can we ask, okay, so we're talking about lightsaber color. Can I ask Atticus the question we talked about last week? Atticus, when I was younger, this is some Star Wars background for me. Uh, my, one of my uncles told me that, well, he told me, you know, quote, when I was a kid, there were only yellow lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> and I've, I've believed that, you know, to possibly be true ever since then. <laughs> and I'm wondering if you know if that's true. When they made, because you know George Lucas, he is has to be thinking about like movies. another movie. But has, you, but we've admitted last week George Lucas is editing these movies all the time. Like maybe they were yellow at the beginning, because that's the other thing I want to I want to ask about. Eventually, we're going to get to Job of the Job of the Hut. And is it true that Job of the Hut used to just be a guy? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm gonna say no. I don't. I don't have any reason. I don't understand the question because, like, this was the first movie. There's nothing before this. But they edited blue. it. But they edited this it. This is a yeah. That is, so it is like, an updated version. So like, there were different versions of Job of the Hut. I think in I like think they just pre- ruined it later, right? Put <laughs> right, stuff on top yeah. of it. In like pre-production, like I don't know, like at some point, like Han Solo was a big green alien apparently, like he was envisioning, and then. For some reason, Lucas goes out of his way to say, "Yeah, at some point he was black, but now he's white." Um, okay, geez, okay, okay. <laughs> Wait, did he really said that? Yes. Yeah. So wow, everything once again, everything goes back to Star Wars, and I just learned about this other stuff first. So J.K. Rowling was taking a page out of the George Lucas book on all of the retconning. Well, he's not changing the canon though. He's just saying like when he was when he was like casting or he was envisioning the character as he was coming up with it he was like yeah so for a while like the story was like apparently they're gonna be luke had two dads for a while george Um, lucas loves black Han. okay he had two dads he had two moisture farming dads i don't know about that there was there was gonna be dark father and good father oh okay oh okay yeah is it okay yeah i was always confused when i was a kid this is how i got made fun of at recess or why the other guys that were my friends you know didn't want to let me do star wars stuff with them because i hadn't seen the movies you wanted to do the two dads part no i I assumed (laughs) i i thought that luke skywalker and anakin skywalker and i still don't really know who anakin skywalker is but i thought they were the same person and it was just sort of like a name change type situation like i'm around you know code switching or whatever i'm anakin when i'm around the (laughs) yeah sure around the jedis i'm luke I'm Luke yeah. pre Jedi. And when Anakin came through Ellis mind. Island. Yeah. And so I I thought they were the same. So yeah, okay. Anyway. So Anakin yeah. could have had another, could have been Anakin too. I guess so. I don't he didn't, it doesn't seem to really go into it. Sounds like a like a very early idea, you know. Okay. Yeah. Um so yeah, Luke and Owen buy the the droids. Uh, and oh, so Luke Skywalker is a young farmer who lost his parents as a baby and hopes to one day be a starfighter pilot just like his friends. And so there is a uh, deleted scene. So I watched the uh, I watched this on Disney Plus, and there's uh some of the special features of it. I was going through. There's a deleted scene. Excuse me, where Luke is talking to his friend Biggs or Briggs. I can't remember. Uh, who later shows up? He's one of the pilots at the end of the movie. Um, and they like meet in the hangar, and he's like, "Whoa, hey, it's you, you, it's you, just, just he like the swamp rats." Yeah, he vouches for him exactly. Um, there's a scene, there's a deleted scene, and it's crazy that this got deleted. I mean, it, I don't know, it, it's the kind of thing that you know Reddit guys at the time would have been going nuts about. Like, it provides, first of all, it provides some kind of character for Luke, where it's it, so it's Luke and. And Biggs, Biggs like shows up. Uh, he's like back from the academy, which is I guess this imperial institution that's training. It's ROTC for the Imperial Army. And uh, uh, Biggs is talking to Luke, and he's like, "Hey, man, I found out about the rebels, and I'm actually going to join up join up with them." And uh, Luke's like, "What the heck? Wow!" And then they start talking about like the politics of like what's going on, and uh, about how like. Um, the em- emperor is going to what is it oh they're afraid that like they're going to nationalize the moisture farm basically 
Mm. And uh, it's like, this is the type of shit that like I want to be hearing about. I want to hear about like the the weird governmental stuff that's going on. And that's so funny that they wrote about the nationalization of the moisture farm at the time. I feel like it's that, that, that streak of writing that led us to the episode one being about a trade blockage. Yes. I mean, that's the whole prequel trilogy. I think it's, it's, Some it's like real boring so... bullshit. <laughs> Dude. Right, we'll, 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 we'll disagree. We'll disagree. But that's, that's fair. Um, and so, the, the while cleaning R2, Luke discovers a hologram, and at the mention of Obi-Wan, he wonders if he means his neighbor Ben, Ben Kenobi, which definitely. I mean, yeah, it's so it's like, what were they what were they thinking with this? Like the I'm going to go I don't know, like he's supposed to be in hiding, whatever. I guess it doesn't really matter. They didn't really think about it too much, I guess. Mm. Very strange. But while eating dinner with Owen and his aunt Baru, Owen asks Luke to take the R2 to Anchorhead the next day to have his memory wiped and expresses his hope that Luke will stay with them for one more harvest season before sending his application to the Academy. R2 escapes from the Lars's homestead in search of Obi-Wan, whom the droid claims to be the property of. Luke and C-3PO search the desert and find R2 the next day, only to be attacked by sand people. Yikes, Yo. emoji. Whoa! Yeah. Uh, very deft. Oh, Bong, Darth Bong Bong appears, looming. Hello, Bong Bong. Uh, yeah, so uh, George Lucas definitely correcting the record in the prequel trilogy by eventually changing the name from Sand People to Tusken Raiders. But, uh, yeah. Wait, yikes. I think in the Star Wars, I think in the Disney Plus one I watched, it, I think they still call them Sand People, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're called Sand People in this, in this movie. But when, oh. the, in subsequent movies, he they go the te- by a different He name. had the technology to turn turn a you know a guy into job of the hut but he oh yeah the technology we need to, to remove a, a possible that. slur it was a puppet it, it was just it was a, he was he looked the same same character design but they just replaced him with cg instead of puppet okay well on with that? but he did that but he couldn't do a couldn't replace a slur okay yeah you, you think you'd want to do that yeah Luke and his droids are rescued by Ben Kenobi, who confirms he is Obi Wan, and it's so it's so funny how. Can, can I say too? When I was a kid, yeah. this was an this was another tell that got me kicked out of the you know Star Wars games. Uh, I you know little kids kind of slur their words. Uh, I always slur my words. Uh, I thought it was Obi Wan. Obi Wan. <laughs> Obi Wan. Yeah, but it's Obi Wan. It's Obi Wan. So. This is goes back to like George Lucas being such a coward and like not like t- no consistency on how people pronounce their own names and how 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 things go. Leia has a a, a British accent in the scenes that she's acting with Peter Cushing and not in other scenes. Yeah, but yeah, they Alec call Guinness, her Leah. They call her Leah. At yeah, one point. Peter I Cushing noticed. calls her Leah, and she's Leia. Otherwise, uh, Han and Han. It goes yeah. goes that way. Han Solo's um, always saying he's always saying, "Uh, he well, crap." He said something I thought that was weird too. Oh, he says Millennium F- Falcon. Uh, Falcon. Yeah, makes me Falcon. feel better for always like you know what I'm just not gonna talk about the shit because I don't know how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Manin- but there's um, yeah, but I, I mean like yeah, nobody can really agree on i i mean i I guess i think the canonical pronunciation uh, eventually the prequels come around and 
it's like it's Obi Wan or o- I guess Obi Wan maybe right I don't know the, I looked it up at O B I hyphen W A N I literally yeah, no, thought it was O B number one you know O B number one I don't think you're gonna get made fun of at a Star Wars convention for saying Obi Wan yeah um. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven yeah. suddenly decided to look at the screen. Uh but yeah, Alec Guinness who plays Obi-Wan. He's like he, refusing to pronounce it Obi-Wan or but I I forget how he says it, but it's it's like it's very different. And uh of course George Lucas is, is not gonna correct Alec Guinness um about that. It's very funny. H- have you seen have either of you seen Bridge Over the River Kwai? Yeah. Yeah, I kept thinking about Obi Wan as, you know, dema- demanding, demanding when he's captured to not do work, but to make all the <laughs> make all the rebels do work. But I, I'm an officer. I won't be doing work. Bridge over the river, Qui Gon. Yeah. Yes, sir. Nice. Yes, sir. Nice. Um, at his home, Obi Wan gives Luke his father's lightsaber as Obi Wan recalls his own friendship with Luke's father. He tells Luke that he and his father were a part of the Jedi Order that once protected the galaxy before the Empire took over and that Darth Vader was once his apprentice before he fell to the dark side of the Force and murdered Luke's father. After viewing Princess Leia's message carried by R2-D2, Obi-Wan attempts to persuade Luke to accompany him to Alderaan. Luke refuses to go until the group discovers the the remains of the Sandcrawler that Jawas having been killed by the stormtroopers searching for the droids. Realizing this, Luke hurries home, only to find his aunt and uncle's charred remains having been brutally murdered by the same stormtroopers. So, um, I mean, I feel, really... Did I miss... Dis- I feel like I missed it last night. I feel like in the in the past, I thought he goes and looks at the remains and he sees like a burnt, burnt-ass dead body. But then yeah, last night... it's in I, there. It's, okay, it's yeah. arresting. It's I must like, have just blinked or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's not there for long, but like it's it seems unnecessary to have like their burnt bodies there like you see like their skeletons yeah. it's like it's pretty fucked um and he's like kind of sad it's his his reaction is odd he just like, looks kind of dramatically like, and he's like i'm ready to go oh yeah and then yeah instantly like, all right let's fucking go yeah um kind of unfazed his, by- what's his aunt's name again baru baru <laughs> yes <laughs> what baru lars baru lars his name's Owen Lars. Yes. And Baru, how do you spell that? Baru. Peru, but B. B E R U. B E R U. Yeah. Oh, okay. I really couldn't understand what they were saying last night when they. Said they seem to. Maybe he was so, Luke was so unfazed because it kind of seems like, uh, all they did was just shout Luke all day long. Like there was like three separate scenes. It feels like where Luke. They're each called Luke. Luke, yeah. and that's it. But he's yelling back at him too. I don't want to live in a sh- shouting house. I lived in the shouting yeah. house growing up, but now I'm, you know, in- inside voice. But people, people, people shouting across the. Shelly just said no. That I don't do that. But I definitely do that. <laughs> I'm inside voice. I grew up in a house where people, you know, you yell, you yell across the house for somebody's name. But yeah, Luke, Luke does it too. Uncle Owen, Uncle Owen, get out of here. Stop being the main character. If I. Kind of, it's very funny to like live like if you if okay, his un- his aunt and uncle have they're his parents like they raised him yeah it's so funny he's saying like Uncle Owen Aunt Bert like that's what you call him when you're like nineteen dude 
Like, what are you doing? What's going yeah. on with it? Wouldn't you, why wouldn't you call whatever? Mom and dad probably works or what did they call him in Owen in in, uh, in Paris, Texas? Does he call them mom and dad or does he call him Andy? I don't know. Luke should have been. I don't know. Oh, there's a really the the, the funny scene when like C three PO is getting the uh, the oil bath or no 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 this is when in the uh, okay so there's the, they're having that like okay Obi Wan is telling Luke all about the um like oh this me and your father go way back all of this uh going through it. and then C three PO interrupts and he goes. Sir, if you don't need, you need me, I'll be shutting down. Yeah, that's fine. And he like instantly, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. all right, dude, like I, one second. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Was that, I, I never understood the utility of that. Like, is it because, is it a real life thing? Like, like this guy was like, I got to leave early today. And then they're like, okay, we'll just write you out of the rest of the, the scene. Or <laughs> was he not supposed to hear something that they were saying? Why, why did they have him do that? I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. Normally, it you doesn't make sense. Like, normally, you don't do something in a movie that doesn't mean anything. Would you? Would you have it? Like, maybe is it something that like they didn't want to have that comp? They, they shouldn't be aware of the. He shouldn't be aware of the rest of that conversation. Um, but that it doesn't like sh- make any plot difference. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I do think that Obi Wan's description of the Jedi is interesting. Where he's like, I'm gonna have a lot more to say this as the series goes on. But the role of the Jedi and what Jedi are. Uh, you know, generally is something that I'm fascinated by, and at this point, uh, the only surviving Jedi that we know about is Obi Wan, and so like whatever it, the history of the Jedi is only get, the only it's up to him to to write it right basically, yeah. and he is in the moment being like very wistful and mythic and idealistic about the Jedi order and all of that. And um, I think that in this movie, this is probably the high watermark for how the the role of the Jedi uh, role of the Jedi in the, in the universe as it's supposed to be this kind of um, aspirational, like mythical thing that exists. Like, Oh, what if there were these perfectly moral soldiers that existed like that's what and, and that's their function as this kind of like thing or more more of like a concept than an actual order because uh i mean that's easier to do when they're not around you know like this exactly. this movie has remarkably few jedi or even lightsabers yeah i was and thinking about that like man people got really into this movie and there were barely any lightsabers back then yeah <laughs> i assume that you know you you people went to the theater in the 70s and then they saw this, and they're like, "I don't know about that movie, but those lightsabers, those are pretty cool." And How much do you think big lightsaber paid for this? Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Big lightsaber must have been dishing out for how heavily they're featured in Star Wars. Yeah, they must be thrilled about how well it took off. Yeah, these orders are coming as fast as we can make these things. C-3PO also really uh, anti Jawa. He's like, he, I don't know why they're burning the Jawa corpses, um, <laughs> but. C-3PO is, is busy doing that when Luke comes back and uh, at, at another point like very soon after he like after he's like burning their bodies uh, C-3PO like calls them disgusting creatures in, in Mos Eisley yeah. alright dude and this, like is, the, this is Ben's ben, Ben's guy yeah Ben likes them yeah I like them of course I like the I like the Jawas because they're oh, like the like you said they're yeah. like minions that's pretty cool yeah gabba gabba oh, yeah yeah 
so Luke returns upset, but Obi-Wan tells him, cheer up. Uh, no, he tells him there's nothing he could do and that he would have been killed too and the plans would be in the possession of the Empire. Which, like, is really... He, he, do, he does a bad job with the comfort because it's like, I still don't know, like, what the fuck you're talking about with, like, with the plans and, like, Death Star and this stuff. And, like, think about it. The plans would have been, the, you know, think about the thing. I don't yeah. know. Think about what I uh, care about. Yeah, exactly. With nothing keeping him on Tatooine, I guess... Luke, Obi-Wan, and the two droids travel to Moss Eisley to find passage to Alderaan, uh, as well as a bunch of CGI bullshit that uh, was added in that really fucking sucks. Yeah. It is very annoying. Every t- any time, it's so obvious. Every time there's a CGI creature added or the CGI ship battle scenes or something, like I don't it, know why they did that. This is that the desert really town, sucks. right? Yeah. 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 It's just a weird, weird ass CGI stormtrooper in the background dismounting a dinosaur or whatever. Yeah, you know, cool. Yeah, it added a lot. <laughs> it it really sucks. I don't yeah. know. I I don't have like a really hot take on it. I think that everybody agrees this sucks. Um, it's it's weird. Like I I kept thinking about this last night. It's like weird seeing this thing that's been edited so much because it kind of like to to me. It, I guess, kind of like loses, it loses the charm of a normal, like, aged movie, like a movie that is sort of like technically aged, uh, or has specifically aged in a technical sense, uh, to like more contemporary or modern viewers, I guess. Uh, because it's like you're, you're seeing some goofy artifacts, uh, that are behind in a technical sense. Uh, that are still from like the seventies or whatever, but then you're also seeing like you're seeing like stuff that looks like it was updated in the nineties, and then you're seeing other stuff that looks like it was updated sometime after that. So it's just kind of like a mishmash of, uh, I guess, t- technology really all on you know one frame at a time. You can be seeing like stuff from different what seems to be from like different decades all at once, and it's just kind of kind of goofy yeah it, it's re- it's real like reddit guy mindset of like uh uh being so focused on like like the the universe and uh and the ongoing story rather than like the movie as like uh i don't know like an artifact of art or, or whatever you know like it's a it's a living thing like it's like it's like it's like this is the i'm a fixed wolves of movies yeah 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 like like it's yeah like it's like like to to me it's it reads like like it's like software or something where it's like well we got to keep this thing we got to keep this thing going and continue to modernize it on and on and on and just keep layering onto it which seems very different from like art absolutely i think it's a bad call all around aboard the death star casio taggy argues with Conan and Antonio Motti. The guy named him Antonio Motti. They got a, they got a space Italians, I guess. <laughs> but they're arguing about the station's vulnerability to the rebels and points out that the rebellion has been gaining support within the Imperial Senate. Wilhuff Tarkin. That's that guy's name? General Tarkin's first name is Wilhuff? Goddamn, dude. So he enters the room with Darth Vader and informs them that the Emperor has dissolved the Senate completely, sweeping away the last remnant of the Old Republic. Believing fear will keep the galaxy in line, Mahdi boasts the power of the Death Star 
To which Vader replies, ah, "I don't that kill it's anyone. Power. It's a Marty. <laughs> Marty mocks Vader." <laughs> uh, Mikey Vader over here. To which Vader replies that its power is insignificant compared to the Force, which is such a nerd nerd shit out of Vader here because they're like talking about like, "Hey, damn, like we've got this like really big gun," and he's like, "That's I nothing." I choke you. Yeah, this doesn't compare to the power of the Force. Like, all right, dude. It, we don't so, have the Force. This Only you have the Force. Yeah, this, this thing can destroy planets. You can choke my ass. Can we talk about how maybe <laughs> this is, like, bigger than that? This, okay, this this is what I, I wrote a note on this part last night. This is This always, I guess, kind of confused me as a kid and also until now. Uh, that, like, I always thought kind of from the outside, you know, uh, cultural stuff that like Darth Vader was like he's like the big guy you know he's like the big bad the worst guy you know uh he's kind of a Hitler figure if you will uh but he's not really right he's getting bossed around he's getting but he's kind of getting bossed like he's got a boss in the room he's like a he's like a badass middle manager so he's like this random like outside of the fascist hierarchy he's just like this like fella that like does whatever he wants, but also gets bossed around. Yeah. And so, because that's what I, I was wondering, because I, I wrote this down, like, why doesn't he have to, if he's still just kind of a middle manager, but he's a badass one, but, like, why doesn't he have to wear the uniform like the other guys? You know, if I was the other guy, I'd be like, why do he's, you have to he's come more, in here? I think what's going on, showing he's, off he's a day. consultant more than anything else. Sure. And if anything, he's got some, like, ADA, like, stuff going on that he doesn't have to wear the uniform. You know, he's got... I guess this machine strap. He does He's have most... extenuating circumstances. Yeah, he can't get the uniform over that helmet. I guess. I mean, yeah. I, I guess people. People. I. I feel like if I was one of his coworkers, uh, I'd be a little upset though. You know, this guy's always coming in, talking big, being really flashy, strangling us. <laughs> You're a consultant, my dude. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Full, he's. He's. Full yeah. Time. He's. Yeah. He's. He's like, whatever. Like the, the the hard ass consultant, but like. Yeah, dr- c- comes in in the bimmer in the morning and then like in flip flops and everybody else is like, uh, I don't know what this is. Oh, he's he's Josh Brolin in Sicario, is who is who I'm picturing kind of. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where um, or what about Benicio del Toro if he's a consultant? I mean, that's a way better. Like that. yeah, yeah, he's probably that <laughs> same movie. The flip flops, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah, but the CEO will like he will like kind of like shape up when the CEO is in the room. Um, sure. A little bit, yeah. Uh, so back in Moss Eisley, Luke, Obi-Wan, and the droids run into a patrol of stormtroopers who ask for their identification. Obi-Wan uses a Jedi mind trick to, on the lead trooper who lets them pass. Can we talk about the Force really quick? Where we, oh, So we talked we talk about how like, Mahdi is mocking Vader's belief in the Force a little bit earlier, and he like, can choke him, but like they can blow up a planet. Whatever. The, similar to like the role of the Jedi uh, in this movie, like the function that the Jedi serve is this kind of like it's a concept more than here are the guys and this is what they can do. I think the force is kind of similarly in, in that category where it's uh, we're we're talking about it and it's more powerful in its sort of um, nebulous like potential rather than like let's let, let's get the Discovery Kids book and see uh, what powers can you unlock with on the skill tree? Can you uh, do force lightning? Can you do force choke? Can you do whatever? It's right now. It's kind of this sort of uh, 
it's kind of this sort of it's it's a spiritual thing it's a it's it's not a title can, yeah it's not a title you can kind of see the future maybe or you can you you have like it's it's really more it's like mindfulness like in 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 some ways it's this uh thing that's apparently more powerful than the uh way of destroying uh, de- destroying a planet um and i think it's probably i don't know i like the way it works in this movie as in, in that sort of hinting way but also you can do a jedi mind trick i guess too part of it arriving at uh chalman's Ch- Ch- spaceport cantina the groups hires Han Solo and his first mate, a Wookiee named Chewbacca, for seventeen thousand credits. Yeah, the the music is is really good. Yep, it's so good. It Which is, is really a, good. The big play by the the Cantina Band. Yeah, uh, I believe. I'm a big I'm a big fan of them. It's a it's a good song. It really is a classic classic song. It's the I to me that's the best song in the whole thing. It's the best song. Oh man, it's it's a it's good better. song. They're all really good. I really like that. Like dun 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 dun. Whatever that one is. Mm-hmm. Is that Luke's theme? Is it Leia's theme? Not sure. Somebody. I'm I'm a big fan of the Cantina Band. They're definitely my Cantina Band one. is great. That's really good. <laughs> they, but they also have a different one too. Like everyone everyone knows. But then they like after uh, Obi Wan kills a guy, they like strike up the band within seconds again. And uh, it's a different song, another good song that just doesn't get as much radio time, airplay. Mm. Um, which, yeah, that whole that whole. Uh, <laughs> I don't like you. Inter- yes, that whole scene. First of all, okay, so they walk into the thing, and right off the bartender <laughs> is like, "Hey, we don't serve your kind here." About like talking about the droids, on which he kicks them out. Kicks out the droids. Sets up an interesting. He's not a good. He's he'd be bad in the in the in the green book or whatever you know as a as a companion driver guy because he's just like yeah they don't like you <laughs> you just you yeah <laughs> oh yeah could you just wait outside yeah. yeah i know they're looking for you but wait outside unattended yeah uh the personhood of droids is played e- earnestly and for laughs in equal measure i believe here in star yeah. wars where <laughs> like they are the heroes for a while and like we follow them and we get affection for them, and also they their like citizenship status is definitely you know subhuman. Um, it's it's weird throughout the whole the whole universe. And George Lucas is odd about it too. Like he's he's pretty clear. It seems like in interviews that he's like, yeah, droids aren't people. Um, yeah. And they're and like we'll get to it later in the series, but like. There's like people who aren't people uh, for George. <laughs> um, like when we get like the clone army going on. Um, sure. But the, and, and so like there's also this relationship between human being and machine that's going on with like George Lucas is very clear that like, uh, yeah, Darth Vader is evil and he's becoming less human the more he start he like uh, modifies his body and uh, all of that. And I think that that's like, I mean, I think, you know, problematic, but also, um, I don't know, he's got a, a strong stance about it that kind of feels a bit weird, but he's setting up this relationship between man and machine in kind of uh, weird ways that have, uh, that these tensions are strong throughout the rest of the series, and sometimes they're handled well, sometimes they're not. Um, so Han and, 
why did wait? Why, why, like why a, does that guy though at the bar? He says that you know he's like oh, right, that's right. I don't, I don't like you. He's got lifeless eyes, black eyes, like a dog. Like eyes. a dog. <laughs> Very that weird. Guy. Why? But why? <laughs> he just doesn't like him. Okay. I don't know where that was supposed to go because it seems like he, like it really just seems like, hey man, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Although here's the thing, Luke did have it coming, because you see how he orders a drink. He taps him on the shoulder, right? He no, he like yanks on his shirt. Yeah. Because he's like, yeah. if you imagine doing, <laughs> doing that to a bartender, hey. Are you a little kid? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't like you. Yeah, I think maybe they're just friends with the bartender. Like, yeah. let's let's kill this motherfucker. That's so annoying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Han Solo. Chewbacca. Yeah. Han and Chewie, they link up. Han is so cool. I don't know. Han rules. I love Han. He's the man. He's sure. got so much swag, and Harrison Ford is perfect in the role. Um. Han and Chewie rule. I kind of feel like, I don't know, would it be better? Would Star Wars be better if it was about Han, like from the get go, rather than than Luke? I don't know. Dang, I got a movie for you, brother. Well, I know they eventually went around, went and did that, and it sucks by all reports. I guess we'll get there. But like, what if instead of like centering the Jedi bullshit, we had this kind of guy who's, or you know, the people who are. That's so. Andor does this really well. So I love Andor, uh, the the show, and they did it, oh. the the show Andor, um, and he's kind of like a Han figure, and they made it about him. It's like these guys living on the outskirts of the systems that are going on in the in in, in the universe. I think is more interesting than having just like a straight down the middle like fan of how the cops work, which is what the Jedi kind of are. I don't know. Um, but they link up, and uh, Han has a brief run-in with Greedo over his debts to crime lord Jabba the Hutt, with yeah. en- which ends with Han fatally shooting Greedo. Not interested in talking about the Han shoots first bullshit. A clunky. What's, the, what's that? That's what he says right before he gets shot. My clunky. <laughs> Greedo does? Yeah. Look it up. You can type it in. McClunky? McClunky. Nice. <laughs> type, type it in exactly how it sounds. It's it's a it's a common thing. I knew about that before. Another one I knew about before I really yes. watched Star Wars. It yeah. is very funny though. McClunky, McClunky is a memorable <laughs> quote uttered by the character Greedo in the er, er, the version of the Star Wars episode 4 New Hope edited for the Disney Plus streaming platform. It was before then because I learned about this and I I look I looked uh, at that last okay. night too. But I fans about first noticed school. the phrase in a newly edited version of the infamous Han shot first scene from the film. The conclusions inspired a series of memes mocking the word and the edit. The it doesn't McClunky get a cut. It doesn't get a translation in the Disney Plus thing. They're translating, you know, because they do a lot of this in Star Wars. Everybody's talking in their native language, and then the other people understand. So he's just going blah 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 minion minion voice, and then Han's talking back to him and. Indiana Jones voice, and then you know you get the you get the English subtitles for those of us who don't speak whatever language that is, and then at the end he just says McClunky, and then McClunky, no, no, <laughs> no, no translation, and everybody dies. And so they make it to the Falcon's hangar in a brief scuffle with the stormtroopers and henchmen sent by Jabba ensues. 
Well, they didn't, they, they didn't talk about like the Han talk talking to Jabba scene. So yeah, Han Han owes a bunch of money to Jabba. Jabba is like, you owe me a bunch of money, let him go. But yeah, he's a big CGI slug in this, and yeah. it looks like possibly you should shit. be a guy. Yep. Yeah, there's a guy in the R two D two. Is that is that really true in the R two D two one? Who is it? A yeah. little person or is it a yeah. person bending over? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god. This I there's a guy the in C three PO two, right? Th- yes, there is. Okay. Um, there's a really fucking good ass clip of George Lucas saying, and I'm gonna be qu- I'll be quoting here, <laughs> but uh, he was saying something about like he said like about Luke and all the heroes saying, what if they were midgets? Um, he <laughs> apparently had a version of the story envisioned where it was going to be like Willow, where everybody's little. What's Willow? Willow's actually a good ass movie. Um, what's, what's Willow? Actually, is that also another George Lucas joint? But it's a Disney Willow IMDb. It's 1988. No, it's it's a Ron Howard joint. But George Lucas wrote it. Interesting. But it's a story. It's a it's a movie with like uh. I don't know. Got Warwick Davis, the man, and Val Kilmer. Um, it's a, it's a, it's like a fantasy movie, uh, and like the hero Willow is like from of a people, and they're all little people. Sure. Um, and uh, okay, it's actually a pretty good movie. Yeah. So he thought about doing Star Wars that way. Okay, nice. I guess so, fellas. Before you get any further, before my name is besmirched by association. I'm going to drop off, but I'm sending my audio. Okay, thank you. Goodbye, Sacy Teen. I'll see you guys later. Thank you for having me. Thank you. We'll see you in the next one. Okay. So they set a course for Alderaan after they escaped Tatooine, unaware that the Death Star has just arrived there as well. So Leia, having resisted being tortured with a mind probe for the location of the Rebel Alliance's headquarters, is brought before Grand Moff Tarkin. Tarkin threatens use the the Death Star's super laser on Leia's homeworld of Alderaan if she does not tell him the Rebel base's location. She reluctantly tells them the base is on Dantooine, but Tarkin orders Alderaan to be destroyed anyway for its role in supporting the Rebels. And this is kind of like this... I think this is the first scene that they filmed. The the behind-the-scenes info is that, like, I don't know, Carrie Fisher, who plays Leia, and Peter Cushing, who plays uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, like, they got along really well. And like Peter Cushing was just being very, very nice to her and stuff. And so she like just started doing his voice on accident. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. At least that's kind of my, my reading into it. But like um, in these scenes when they're acting together, she's just kind of doing a Peter Cushing voice, mm. which is kind of funny. Um, aboard the Millennium Falcon, Obi-Wan feels a great disturbance in the force. Oh, wait. Yeah, Sorry. So, so yeah, she she tells them the base is on Dantooine, but Tarkin orders Alderaan to be destroyed anyway for its role in supporting the rebels. So this has to be like the worst thing that's ever happened, right? Like in the universe of Star Wars, like they've like destroying a planet. Yeah, we've got this instant holocaust, literal, literally, truly. And I don't know. It's kind of like similar to how Luke's aunt and uncle got like charred up and then he was like uh well you know whatever like the destruction of alderaan doesn't seem to hit very hard it like emotionally 
No, um, yeah, she just kind of goes. She's like, oh, oh no, God, wish she yeah. didn't do that. Yeah, but and like, it it doesn't really seem like the Imperials. Like, I mean, I mean, I guess you can sort of excuse the Imper- like, Imperials, like being like, yeah, it's just a display of power. They don't, have, they don't value human life, whatever. But like, even to them, you kind of would feel like, even if the most evil guy in the universe was about to blow up a planet, he would be like, oh yeah, and just like really yeah. luxuriating in it, um, kind of thing. But it's like kind of nothing. Yeah. I don't know. Odd. Just move on from it. Yeah. Yeah. Aboard the Millennium Falcon, Obi-Wan feels a great disturbance in the Force. I mean, like, I guess there's that part where he's like, oh, wow, I just felt a great disturbance in the Force. As a, a million voices called out in anguish, and then we're suddenly silenced. Did they ever say, did she ever confirm that for them? Or did they just kind of all keep going on, like, oh, that was weird. I felt something. And then never acknowledge Well, they show again. up, and then Alderaan isn't there. And oh, then, okay. And they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So upon dropping out of hyperspace, they find what seems to be an asteroid field in Alderaan's place. And I think they pretty much, like, they figured it out pretty quick. They're like, oh, man, they must have blown up this, the planet. Um, That's a which, heavy, heavy thing to come across and then just exactly going on, you know? Which, like, I like you could maybe do a reading of that with, like, uh, oh, wow, the, imp- the Empire is so unbelievably cruel that, like, these massive extinction events are taken in stride like that but like the buildup of having the death star i think is runs counter to that where i think it's just kind of like weird direction that like i think it, i think it is supposed to be a nuke i think that's the, like the obvious real world parallel there and you're supposed to you know feel like this is so so awful and terrible and it's just like weird that the characters don't re- react very strongly to it but you should <laughs> You shouldn't take that to mean something about the canon of of that. Yes. Um, I mean, I guess it's, it's kind of the same. It is the samurai thing. The samurai influence. Matter, matters of great concern should be treated lightly. Matters of small concern should be treated seriously. Do hmm. you think that's what's going on? No, I think they're just back to the show. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past like that. Like he seems to like samurai stuff a lot. Oh, oh! I think the samurai thing for sure is Star Wars. Yeah. I think Star Wars is his samurai is his attempt at a samurai movie. But yes. I'm just saying that specific thing. I don't know that that's the matters of great concern. That's not on purpose. I don't know of that part, but I can I can feel some kind of influence there. No, I feel like gotcha. the influence is mostly just you know red guy brain of okay, <laughs> I got to do a big thing and then and then back back to the show. Oh man, yeah. we're back in the back in the dungeon working on some stuff. So aboard the Millennium Falcon, Obi Wan feels a great disturbance in the Force while Luke undergoes lightsaber training with the training remote. And this is kind of like with the other Force scene, whatever we kind of talked about it. Yeah. Uh, and so th- they find the asteroid field, and then they see the Death Star, and they're like, "That's no moon. That's a spaceship. What the heck?" And what? the Millennium Falcon is pulled aboard the Death Star by its powerful tractor beam. They get really close before they notice it. That's another thing. Like like NASA, stuff like that, you know, you could see stuff from really far away. But these guys are like They should get a telescope on these on a ship. Yeah, yeah. They pull up until they can see it out of their wind literal out of the windshield. And yeah. it's like filling up the whole windshield and they're like, Oh Oh shit, here we this, are. This whole thing, it's not a planet, it's made out of metal. 
Be little guys down there. <laughs> Tarkin and Vader discover that Leia lied about the rebel base's location when their forces only discover the ruins of a base on Dantooine. Tarkin orders her to be executed. Can, can I say one more thing about the Death Star as they pull up? Yes. Uh, in the tractor beam thing, like uh, this is why I said like it's it's hard to tell how big things are because it's supposed to be like a planet sized thing, sort of right, maybe small planet, right? But uh, small. And moon. it's like it, a moon. Okay, it's round, right? Or it's roundish. Yes. Uh, orb, orb like. Yeah. Uh, but when you pull, when they pull in, they pull in like to a dock, which would be like you know on Earth. Like if you landed a spaceship on the by surface, just, yeah. Like you're 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 you. They pull in perpendicular to the the that point on the face of the sphere. Yeah, that makes sense, right? Which is not how you land on a, you know, because then when they step out of their ship, they'd be still standing perpendicular to the face, the point on the face of the sphere at which they entered. Right? You get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, but that only kind of leaves you like the surface of like this. This is built to be so massive. Like, what if what if the planet Earth like was mostly like you could build all this all you could you could cover the 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 the, the, the surface of the Earth with shit, but if you filled up the entire planet with shit too, like civilization, cities, and stuff like that, would be yeah. like the volume of it. It's a volume game rather than a uh surface area game no but that's not my that's not my complaint my complaint is that the way gravity would work is that they should be their their feet should be like they should be standing uh come on bro you know their feet towards the core yeah but you know we're not doing we're not doing science no i know but i'm just saying it's weird it's weird when you think about it you know i guess so it goes for a lot of this though Oh, yeah, Maybe okay. uh, you just chalk it up with a tractor beam, and then like once you get inside, it's like, oh yeah, the gravity thing just works this way. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, if you think about it, once you get inside, the gravity shouldn't work that way. But they they got it, they got it, they figured it out. <laughs> sure, okay. <laughs> those those tricky Imperials. Um, so having docked with the Death Star, Solo and the others ambushed two star- stormtroopers and the Imperial scanning crew sent to investigate the Falcon by hiding in the hidden smuggling compartments. With Han and Luke now disguised as the two, as the two stormtroopers, the group storms a control room to figure out how to escape. Obi-Wan separates from the group to disable the tractor beam, leaving the others alone. While connected to the Imperial network, R2-D2 discovers Princess Leia is aboard the station and is set for termination. Luke convinces Han and Chewbacca to rescue her with the vague promise of a grand reward. Han and Chewie reluctantly agree. Luke plans to march into detention block AA-23, claiming that Chewbacca is a part of a prisoner transfer. D-3PO and R2-D2 are instructed to remain behind, and the trio sets off the rescue attempt. Upon being met with suspicion, they are quick to subdue the officers and guards in the princess's cell block. Luke frees Leia from her cell, but the group are pinned down by a squad of stormtroopers. So, um, whatever, I'll finish this paragraph. Leia takes charge, blasting a hole in a nearby grate and jumping through while Chewbacca, Luke, and Han all dive after the princess. I love this scene when the, um, when Han's talking over the intercom or over the uh, the comms with the the guy, like, oh, we're all good here. Uh, there's a, a gas leak in the reactor. It's uh, very dangerous. Yeah. Um, he sells it. Harrison Ford rules. It's really good. Um, 
And so, yeah, they dive in after the princess. And the shoot ends up leading to a garbage compactor that is also the home to a resident Dianoga, I guess. <laughs> a monster. Yeah. Soon after landing, the creature pulls Luke under the surface but releases him and is scared away when the Imperials realize where the heroes escape to and activate the compactor. As the walls close in on the force, and Luke desperately calls to C-3PO over his comlink, asking for the compactor to be shut down. Leia struggles to get, on, get to the top, and Chewbacca tries to unlock the door. R2-D2 manages to shut down the compactor just in time, although in the, amidst the muffled cries of their joy of the comlink, C-3PO is briefly convinced that his master and friends have been crushed. Yeah, that's another thing that is going on here, is that C-3PO calls Luke master all the time. Yeah, uh, samurai style. You could say samurai style. You could say something. Else. I, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. It's well, I mean, it's sla- slavery style. But I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I mean, samurai movie style. Like this, this stuff. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's from, uh, the Hidden Fortress too, with those guys. Okay, I'll give you. I'll give dead, you that. But, I mean, I'm not. I'm not defending the masters stuff. Yeah. No. So I think this scene is one of maybe two in the movie where I do think like Mark Hamill is doing a good job like i think um kind of like crazy crazy luke is uh is good luke um and i i, I like i don't i i, I kind of don't want to just blame mark hamill for how nothing luke is and so i'll blame George lucas for that but uh like when the the the, the screams of elation of like oh, they're, they're laughing how they they got free like how manic luke luke is i think mark hamill does a great job there and also I don't know. Maybe that's retroactively influenced by the, uh, like, I think the other main role that he'll be known for forever is uh, voice of the Joker, right? Like he play, he does the voice of the Joker for decades and the cartoons and uh, he's got this kind of like maniac vibe that he does really well. And I think it comes through well. In this sure. Scene. Okay. So after escaping from the compactor, the group hurries back to the millennium Falcon, hoping that Obi-Wan has successfully shut down the tractor beam. Leia and Han bicker about who is in charge of the mission, while Han muses no reward is worth dealing with Leia's scathing criticism. Um, I think the I think the the whole Death Star sequence in this movie, like when they're aboard the Death Star, is really good. Like when the whole, the gang is all together, uh, like start to finish, like the the humor is firing in all cylinders, the action is firing. Um, the, 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 the whole sequence is really really good. Like there's some like very funny things that happen throughout, like the conversation that Han. Is having like they think C3PO thinks that it, like, everybody's been crushed to death. That's funny. Um, Han like chasing down the stormtrooper around the corner. He's like screaming and just going balls out. Like it elicited genuine guffaws when we were watching it. And then he finds like, oh wow, there's the whole group there. He start they start the fight there. I think I think this it's a good this set. It's I like I I will oh, say yeah. I like the Death Star set the most of everything. Mm-hmm. And I like the double moons on that dirt desert planet oh that's that true start it's got the two moons I'm a, I'm a big multi moon man multi <laughs> sorry it's not it's not two moons it's two it's, suns it's close moons two no suns they're suns they're stars yes the two double suns uh well they're probably about big, a close moon but yeah they are probably big too yeah um so Luke and Leia become briefly separated from Han and Chewie while Han chases after a group of stormtroopers only to run into a whole battalion and be chased by them instead. Luke and Leia nearly run into a large chasm and are forced to swing across with a grappling hook amongst blaster fire with Luke or with Leia giving Luke a brief kiss for, for luck. The gr- group soon rejoices and makes their way back to the Falcon. 
Yeah, she kisses him on the cheek, at least in this cut. I don't know if earlier cuts had them, you know, smashing on the lips. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, there's kind of like conflicting, I don't know, stories about how much that George Lucas had planned for this. Like, I get, like, some of this is like, you know, from the get go, he was going to be writing about the Vietnam War and he had like this whole thing planned out where like Mace Windu was going to be the main character start to finish and like all this, like there's, he had this, you know, grand, yeah, apparently it is grand plan for the series and how the world of star Wars was going to be, um, Vietnam. Yeah. And just, just like the details of all of like all the, all all the movies and stuff. And then there's also, and so, so like he, 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 he's like, yeah, we have these twins in mind. I don't know. Is that, Sorry, I don't mean to, I don't mean to spoil things, but do you, but is are you like is it is it weird that Leia kisses Luke to you? Oh, uh, I don't know why, but I know that people say that they're siblings or whatever. So I don't know about that. Okay, so that's so we what I that's all I know. Maybe they're yeah. siblings. They are siblings. They are siblings. In this movie, we we don't we're not told that in this movie, and so it's not weird that she kisses him in this movie. And there's this sort of like you know you know Luke has a crush on Leia in this movie, and like the and. You know, they're Hans, you know, punking him about that kind of thing. Um, you know, they don't know their siblings. But I also, I think, my theory, George Lucas also doesn't know that. He hasn't figured that out. I don't think that, I, I don't think that, he, I don't think he had that, that, that established until like, I think, I, I think it isn't until the third movie, The Return of the Jedi, that they actually get around to say, like, you know, going through it. Sure. Okay. But it also, but it also conflicts with like, yeah, I knew this from the beginning. I was like, bro, if you knew this from the beginning, why would you put that in there? If you knew that from the beginning, who in Vietnam is any or any of these characters supposed to be? Well, there's not. It's not one to one. Oh man, I have, I have a whole thing. I do. I do want to have Atticus here for some of this. That like, I think maybe we can do after we get through Return of the Jedi because it gets, it's more obvious in Return of the Jedi, I guess, where it finally gets to. But um. I think that there's, yeah, uh, I guess the emperor is supposed to be Richard Nixon. He's not even, he's not in this movie though. Okay. Who's Ho Chi Minh? You got to have another side, you know, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. It doesn't really. (laughs) Major disrespect to the Vietnamese people by making Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Anyway, well, I'll, I'll, I'll watch the movies and then I'll, I'll try to piece it together. Yeah. So, uh, sacrifice and victory. Meanwhile, Obi-Wan remaining completely undetected shuts down the tractor beam. Great sounds on that, by the way. I love like the as it powers off. It's good. Vader, however, having sensed, had sensed his presence through the force and while Obi-Wan makes his way to the Falcon, confronts his old master and engages him in a lightsaber duel. Luke and the others make it back to the Falcon, where Luke and st- several stormtroopers witness the battle. Sparing one last glance at Luke, Obi-Wan allows himself to be struck down by Vader, thus becoming one with the Force and allowing Luke and the others to escape. So his, his body, you know, disappears in a weird way. Like, what's going on with that? Um, and he says, like, if you strike me down, I will become more powerful than you could ever imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so horrified and angered at having witnessed Obi-Wan's demise at the hands of Vader, Luke and the others are forced to flee on the Millennium Falcon under a hail of blaster fire from the stormtroopers. I feel like this this episode's going to go extra long because there's so many things 
about this movie that set up so much about Star Wars that I want to comment on and uh, that just will remain true for the rest of the series. But just like the sounds of the lightsabers yeah. and the sounds of like the blasters and stuff are so iconic. Pew, pew, pew. Excellent. Yeah. Still mourning Obi-Wan's death longer than he mourned his parents or uh, Leia mourns the Alderaan's destruction. Yeah. There's this guy, he, he is his neighbor died. He was, that's basically yeah. all this guy was to him. He knew him for like a day. Yeah, he gets really attached fast. I mean, he really gets attached to like the Star Wars stuff. Fat, the yeah, he's Jedi's, a joiner, I guess. The Jedi stuff, yeah. Like, I mean, just skipping ahead a little bit, but yeah, he's like at, at, at the end talking to Han about like, man, you only know how to look out for yourself. Join, join the army like me or whatever, you know? Uh, it's like, damn, you've been doing this for one day, my guy. Yeah. Uh. So he's still mourning, I guess. Luke helps Solo fend off a squadron of TIE fighters. Oh, that was cool. Whoa. That was a good scene. Whoa, I, Watch out. What? Watch out. TIE fighters. That's, I mean, oh. there's, there's the Vietnam. There's the Vietnam connection. Because <laughs> Thai, Thailand and the Vietnam War was allied with, you know, the, the U.S., I well, believe. Well, the Empire is supposed to be the U.S. So, yeah, anyway. so thai, Thailand. TIE fighters. fighters. <laughs> I bet nobody's thought of that ever before. <laughs> <laughs> I want to swing around in one of the in, in in the gun chair. Like that looks like fun, you know. Like where Luke and and Han are like, oh like, yeah, and and firing. That seems like a, a cool setup. Wait, so I'm always confused though. Which ones are the Tie Fighters? They're the no, they're but what do they look like? They look like little bats. They're the str- they're the, the straight uh straight straight and they got a ball in the middle and they got two yes straight things on the side okay but then darth vader's got like a curved he's got a curvy one i'm not sure what that one's called is there something called an x-wing yeah i feel like i've heard that that's not that the x-wing is the rebels that's what luke drives oh the orange thing the orange and yellow ones okay yeah interesting those are cool i like those okay yeah i got i got one more thing in my notes on that so whenever we're ready okay okay um, and so they're, they're fending off the squadron of TIE fighters. And despite the v- supposed victory, Leia correctly believes the empire let them go in order to track them to the rebel base, which like she immediately calls and then they like still go anyway. I don't know. And so they do a hyperspace jump there. And so I guess, I don't know. I have, I've read a guy question here, death star. They've got the, the tracker on, 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 um, the millennium Falcon. Can the death star do hyperspace travel? I feel like the so this is what I've yeah. conv- I've convinced myself in any movie that does that kind of jumping stuff. I feel like the reason that they get away from them when you when you jump to light speed or whatever, uh, hyperspeed, is that they can't figure out where you went. You know, they can't follow you as easy. You know, like yeah, if, I think that's usually the case. But they got the tracking beacon on them. Well, that's true. Mm-hmm. It's specifically yeah. I think usually that is the case. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, I don't yeah. know. Maybe they just don't want to. Maybe it costs a lot. You know, you got to keep. It's an aus- There's also austerity going on within the empire. <laughs> well, but, but the, the the Death Star does 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 follow them though. They do get them. Okay, but did they go at light speed or whatever? I think they had to because that's the only way. Like, unless they like jump to hyperspace to go like around the block, basically, the Death Star shows up at Yavin Four, right? I don't like. They're like. 
Well, that well, like that's the whole setup at the end of the movie. It's like the Death Star is beca- is coming in range and is going to destroy like around the around the planet. It's going to destroy the 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 rebel base. Oh wait, sorry. Now I'm getting confused. I for we're talking about the Death Star. Yeah, I and didn't we're know about that a couple things. I didn't know that thing moved. That thing moves. Yeah, no, it, it has to. I think that's because like it gets oh, to okay. the rebel base at the end of the movie. Oh, I thought they went back to it. That's true. Okay, I thought the rebel base got near it. Or something. No, no, it's 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 weird. That's that's kind of what I'm why I'm bringing it up. It's like it's it's odd. They don't show the Death Star like traveling, and they don't say anything about it traveling. Yeah. But like, the Millennium Falcon jumps to hyperspace, and they travel to the Rebel base, and that's how the Empire knows where the Rebel base is. And so the the so the Empire shows up to destroy the Rebel base. And they have the Death and Star. And so, and so they have the Death Star. Which is, yeah, it, it really didn't make so sense. So it can like, just travel. It can just go anywhere. This makes it make less sense to me, but it really has never made sense up until uh, now either. Because, yeah, I, yeah, you're right. It's like you're chasing away, but then I guess I thought we were just back where we started and the the rebel guys are nearby. It's like we've just, we've just kind of like moved two parts of the universe closer together to just make it you know, make the tensions higher of like, you know, like we can kill the bad guys or the bad guys can kill us. Unlike in, you know, normal world stuff where like, usually you're not in a situation where like one or the other can be destroyed. You know, like if if you're like, you're making your like your final, your final moves in a game of chess or whatever. I feel like normally it's not like oh who you know it's it's it's, it's a tie game and anybody could be completely destroyed. Normally it's like you know somebody's racking got, up points. Somebody's got the advantage, but like here it's like yeah. okay we've put the Death Star in the game and we've put the Rebel base in the game. Yeah, anything could happen, folks. Yeah, it's anyone's game. Yeah, it's odd. The geography of this is odd. Um, and so the crew of the Falcon finally meets the Rebel Alliance on the moon of Yavin 4, and the, and the information in R2-D2 is turned over to them. General Do- Dodonna plans the attack on the Death Star as the plans reveal a weakness in the Death Star's design in the form of a thermal exhaust port leading to the station's reactor. Yeah. Believing it a direct hit with... failure in which engineering. Is, yes. Love I think to- it's interesting... I think that they they are saying something with this about like the big, like you know the the arrogance and perceived invincibility of like the of like a fascist superpower kind of thing where you know like um they 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 expressly say in it that like they didn't build defenses against small starfighters because they are single you know single fighters uh because they didn't think that. That was the, that they were going to sure. be a big threat, which is exactly the same thing I think as uh, the balloon is moving too slow to shoot down. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Where and also the rebels only have that weapon. There aren't fighting anybody. The empire isn't fighting anybody else. The only These weapon the rebels have are those rebels, ships, which is yeah. really weird. You got a whole galaxy or whatever. And you've got the rebels and the empire. No, I mean, there's other people, but there's not like, you know, you don't have like the, the, you, you know, uh, Al Qaeda and also, you know, I don't know the, the, 
the Taliban or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm... We do in the prequels get into like the separatists and other like factions, sure. stuff like that. But here it's a galaxy wide two sides. One and do us fucked. Apparently, did you look up the full name of the the Rebel Alliance? Look into that at all. Nope. It's like the Alliance to Restore the Republic or something like that. Where okay. their goal, they're not whatever. This is the part where people get mad, or uh, I don't know. People are dismissive of nerds like me who are like, yeah, they're they're not the exact type of communist that I am. I just think it's a lack of imagination a little bit to where like the whole point of the of the rebel alliance is apparently to restore the government that was in place that led directly to the empire okay sure yeah like wouldn't you want to have i don't know try something else <laughs> or like yeah. wouldn't or like it's it's weird that like you know that that doesn't it doesn't feel like that usually happens or maybe it is like historically we're like the guys in charge get overthrown and then they i don't know i guess they 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 lead they lead an attack to to get it overthrown again. Maybe maybe that makes sense. This I mean, this is what happened work. in America, right? I mean, not with not with the rebellion or whatever, but this is this is you know Trump Trump style. People are just like, let's just go back to back to normal. That's what they that's what yeah they are. I guess you're saying that's true. I guess they are doing that. Rally to restore like, san- rally to restore but, sanity. But here's the thing: the guys in Star Wars though are actually like effective and they're violent and they're yeah. you know. Where like it seems like those guys would probably be more like anarchists or something, and rather than like sure libs. Yuki Mishima, is this is what this is what Mishima did though. He wanted to, you know, he wanted to overthrow the government so he could reinstill or reinstate the uh, the emperor, or you know, make him more powerful or whatever. Yeah, I guess I am just mad that they're not the exact type of communist <laughs> that I am. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. So believing a direct hit with proton torpedoes will cause a chain reaction that will destroy the station, Do- Dodana tells the pilots to man their ships in preparation for, for the battle. To Luke's dismay, Han leaves after receiving his reward to settle his debts. So yeah, they have this sort of like confrontation in the hangar where Luke's like, yeah, why don't you join up? Come on, man, we need you. And I was like, no, dude. I'm fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sounds bad. You've been... I want to fucking die. You have been in your aunt and uncle's basement until yesterday. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's truly. He needs to have some sort of like, I don't know, he needs like a counselor to help him through this stuff. Like, yeah. He is, yeah, he's, he's going through it. So the Rebel Strike Force begins its attack on the Death Star as the space station approaches Yavin 4. A group of X-Wing and Y-Wing starfighters, Luke among them, assault the trench on the Death Star's surface to hit the station's vulnerable spot before it can destroy the Alliance's base. During this, most of the rebel craft, including Luke's friends, Luke's friend Biggs Darklighter. His name is Biggs Darklighter. Yeah. <laughs> That's his friend that he talks to when he's like, yeah. yo, what's up? I'm, yeah. I'm here too now, man. Cool. Uh-huh. Um, Biggs yeah. Darklighter, they're picked off by a group of Imperial fighters led by Darth Vader. Tarkin is, is told by an Imperial officer that the rebels do pose a danger, but Tarkin refuses to evacuate in their supposed moment of triumph the death star only minutes from being in range to destroy yavin 4 luke makes one last run down the trench toward the exhaust port just as vader opens fire on luke from his personal tie advanced fighter i guess it's a tie advanced fighter ben han returns in the millennium falcon and attacks the imperials resulting in vader's ship getting knocked out of the trench which 
this the whole trench run sequence and everything like this like it's annoying i think it's i think it hits i think it really i think i i I think i found it very suspenseful and i was i was locked in the whole time and i was i i cheered when han showed up they're just going down it's like it's like uh one of those maze runner games or not maze runner what do they call it but you know those like iphone games where you're just running straight forever you know picking up coins you're just watching yeah. them go just subway straight. surfers and they're like trying to rant like it's always like it's always like they're like three seconds away from finishing it but then they're not it just keeps going on and on and on and on and on i don't like that i don't like that i think but that there was is- alec guinness's exact criticism too i think he wrote about it he's like yeah this went on way too long at the end yeah I uh I do have one guy that I like though. This is my last note. I think you're gonna know who I'm talking about. I'll say one name and you'll Porkins. know who it is. No, Richard oh. Jewell. <laughs> is that who, not Porkins? Is who's, that what his name is? Who's Porkins. who are you talking about? Uh, the the guy the the fighter guy the rebel fighter guy that looks like Richard Jewell. Yeah, that's Porkins. <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah. Let me look. They him called up. him Porkins. Porkins. Oh, okay. Sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is him. Yeah. Justin for Porkins. It really is. Yeah. But I just kept I thinking. I like that guy. Richard Jewell. Yeah. I mean, he, this guy definitely is a Richard Jewell character. He signed up because he always wanted to be a cop and they wouldn't let him be a cop <laughs> at the mall. And so now he joined the Rebels, which you got to, you know, say. They kicked good. him out of the academy. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Poor Porkins, though. Yeah. Why'd they kill all those other guys? I. I I hate that. I hate when they kill all the other guys and save the main character. Luke absolutely <laughs> should have ate it. Yeah, it, I. It, it, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of you know new guy shows up and and he's being flashy either. You know, new guy yeah. shows up. You better get. You're gonna get owned. It, oh, I, I. It's just like when we were shooting cows or whatever back back home on swamp the swamp rats on or the something. on the yeah. ranch. Yeah, swamp rats. Talk about moisture farming. Go move near a swamp if you got a swamp. You want some moisture. Yeah, uh, he was super annoying in the meeting. We're like, how are you supposed to hit it? It's only a meter wide. He's like, it's just like shooting swamp rats on the thing. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. You're so annoying. Dude, we've been in the Rebels for five yeah. years. And this dumbass shows up and he gets to be the boss of us? No. No thanks. Yeah, that really I'm, sucks. And I I'm, guess you like, what do they call it? What do they call it in the, the force? Uh, sorry, what? Uh, whatever. I was just I was gonna say like, do you, you just do the hand waving thing? Like, oh, he's really good because he has the force. But he doesn't know cool. that, right? He doesn't have. Does he? Have well, I mean, Obi. Well, I guess he kind of used it. Yeah. Yeah. But if Obi Wan could teach him, he could have taught all these other guys. He could have taught Porkins, Richard Jewell. That's well, so absolutely is... would have been better. Yeah. I mean, I guess as of right now, we don't know that the force is a genetic thing. <laughs> okay. Sure. And it's like. That's messed up. Yeah, it's fucked. <laughs> I want to give the give the force to Porkins. Uh, yeah, no. I I what's the thing in the U.S. military when they kill the guys that they don't like when they kill the execution? No, no. The you know the uh for you call them fragging? Is that what it's called? Fragging? Is that when you no when throw they a grenade? You, you know when they kill the when they killed the like the the NFL guy who was like getting close <laughs> Pat to Tillman. Ch- Pat Tillman, yeah. What's that called? It's like Maybe fragging. Fragging. Sure. fragging, yeah. Whatever. That's that's what I would have done to Luke Skywalker. 
<laughs> friendly fire. Yeah. Friendly fire. Yeah. But uh, there's another word for it that sounds yeah. better in this case. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I would absolutely. <laughs> oh, whoops. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Luke, you're going to, you know, the, the, you, Get out you, there, you overhear your boss. You overhear your boss who you've been loyal to for 10 years living on this stupid ass rebel base. And he's like, Luke, you're going to save the day. I'm going out there looking at my buddies. We're all giving each other, you know, daps or whatever. We're going out there and fragging Luke Skywalker. (laughs) This guy is not going to steal our thing. It's like the Matrix, but everyone is taking that stake or whatever, you know? (laughs) Everyone is, no. We're we're, no Luke Skywalker. Get out of here. Dude, this, like, this make. I'm I'm glad we're doing this because this makes me reaffirm, like, how good Andor is. There's a like a storyline in Andor where like there's kind of this thing going on where like there's this like group of rebels that have been like l- camping for like eight months out in like a swamp basically and it's like hard living it fucking sucks out here they're dirty they're tired all the time and they're pissed off and like a, 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 the like the new guy shows up and they're like what the fuck is this like you can't just like join in like we've been planning this for a year. You can't just show up and be part of this. And like they, they go through it and like they have the the fragging conversation <laughs> throughout it. And yeah, oh, it's the Michael Clayton guy who wrote it. So fucking good. Andor rules. Mm. Um, but they blow up the Death Star. Yeah. It explodes. It kills Tarkin and everyone on board while Vader escapes into space. Yeah. And the few remaining ships, those of Wedge Antilles, Luke, Han, and a Y-Wing pilot, Return to Yavin 4 and a victory ceremony commences where medals are presented to the heroes, Han Solo and Luke Skywalker by Princess Leia as the rebels give them a standing ovation. What are you giving them uh, medals for? You don't give people medals when you're on the rebels, you know? Yeah, I, that's a great, great-ass point. They no, should be, yes. yes. Like, what the fuck are we doing? We're the rebels. We're like... You're supposed to be scrappy, my dude. Yeah, we should have like a feast. That would be sick. Like, let's have like... Let's get, let's, let's, uh, we just keep moving on. No offense, but you got to just keep moving on. You guys, that's true. Yeah. Move on. Like, did they win? That's not the end. I mean, that's not the end. Right. So like they didn't win. This is what should happen. All of the, like the, the pilots and all this stuff, like they, they should be like feasting, like drinking and celebrating stuff. But like in the back, Leia is like is like really depressed, and and then Luke walks up to her, is like Leia, why aren't you drinking? Like, what's going on? And and she's like, we have so much ahead of us, you don't even know. Yeah, like this isn't like we 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 didn't make a dent today. Yeah. Nah, we took everything. Nah, nah. We lost twelve of our best to do nothing to them. Luke Skywalker will be back in the man with the golden lightsaber because it's an old movie and it's only had <laughs> yellow lightsabers. We didn't have red or blue yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They should have made. The lightsaber's longer. I feel like with a lightsaber, you should be able to have it be as long as you want. And then you could just hold it out. And when they do the zoom, zoom, like ready to duel, and then you just point it out and go zoom, straight gut shot. I feel like there's something somewhere, some extended universe thing where I like saw someone twisting a knob on how long the saber's going to be. What? Oh, really? Yeah. At some point, I think someone... Like maybe when you're building your lightsaber, you get to choose how long it is. I don't I'm know. twisting mine all the way out. It's it's crazy that they. I I never I've never seen this guy in the movie, but when I was a kid, I thought the coolest guy was Darth Maul, right? That's the red faced painted guy. 
Yeah, Mar- which Maul does rule. Another example of I just assumed it was also that was the same guy as Darth Vader. It was just Darth Vader without the hat on. Uh, sure. Yeah, but uh, he, he it's did, I don't think they do double edged double or double sided sword things in the old movies, do they? They only do it when no. They only get they they get a yeah. little funky with it later on. Because I've never I've never seen it. Maybe they had it in Mandalorian or something, and that was the first time I saw it. But yeah, I've never I've never seen the double edged things. I've only seen pictures, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I would be getting a double edged and twisting. I'd be crank, yeah. Can I get the one with two? Cranking the length. I'd be walking out there with a <laughs> javelin, a javelin length <laughs> lightsaber. I mean, if if you could just like ha- crank the knob on, could you just like sit across the room and just like kind of yank it and like try to poke him with it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm also doing. They should invest a lot harder into the lightsaber tech. My my other thing I'm doing, I'm getting like a, a, a you know, like a fencing style epi lightsaber that's really t- thin. You know, all the lightsabers are like sure. normal sword length, but I'm getting like a really, really thin lightsaber that's bendy. That's bendy. So when you hit it, it oh, a lightsaber whip. And then I'm I'm doing the lightsaber. Or I'm doing the fencing style. Uh, fighting instead of like yeah. you know swinging at people, I'm just you know pointing whatever. They yeah, do. jabbing, s- s- jabbing. Yeah, yes. I'd be owning people. I'm good. I'd be opening owning people. Yeah, and I got a British accent too. Yeah, I'm Madonna in uh the Dying yeah. of the Day. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm really sassy for some reason. I'm Darth Madonna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, some some stray thoughts on this, like in the in the hangar before the before they start doing like the trench run and stuff, um, like Leia comes up to Luke and is like, what's wrong? Like uh, what's going on? And he's like being sad, which is very annoying to me. Um, Leia's whole like family just got blew up. Leia's everyone she's ever known just got blew up. Her whole planet got blew up. Uh, why is Luke, why are we like worrying about how Luke is feeling as a little, yeah. little bitch boy. And how the, old are these guys, by the way, can't tell that. I, I I don't know. Okay. I think the, I mean I I know I think the actors ages I think Lu, uh, Mark Hamill is twenty six. Okay. Leia was nineteen or Carrie Fisher was like nineteen I think. Nineteen. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, and I think Han Solo was thirty three. Nice. Or Harrison Ford is thirty three. Um. Ooh. Yeah. Which, How old was Chewbacca? Who played Chewbacca? Peter Mayhew. He just he just died recently. Jesus. What I know him. He looks like Howard Stern. Oh, so he looks like a Chewbacca. Oh, yeah, he kind of does look like Howard Stern, not like Chewbacca. Okay, interesting. And, you know, uh, James, uh, what's his name? James Earl Jones. He's Darth Vader's voice, right? Yeah. But they got a white guy um, playing Darth Vader body, right? Yeah. A British guy. like Peter Prowse or something. Prowse? I can't remember his name. Okay. Um, but I want to talk about the, the Luke and Leia stuff. Just a, okay. a, another quick second where the, even, so... I mean, I, you know, watch, we're watching the movie. We don't know that Luke and Leia are siblings. Um, even without that, the romance thing where like Luke is horny for Leia is so annoying. That whole thing where he's like being a, a bitch to Han about it, where like, um, you don't have any feelings about Leia, do you? Or like whatever, whatever that conversation was. Uh, oh, I don't even remember. I was like, okay. what do you think? A guy like me, uh, a princess? And it looks like, no, absolutely not. And, I don't know. Very annoying to me. Sure. You're being he. He just sucks. <laughs> yeah. Get that guy out of there. 
Do people do people like? I think people like Luke, in that. Well, because he's a loser like them. That's I guess so. Why? Yeah. Like, do the people who are doing the are is everyone being polite when they're talking about Mark Hamill? Mark, yeah, Mark Hamill or like the like the how cool Luke is. I don't mean he, he. I think Luke gets better. Like in the, by the end of the series, he's 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 better. So I guess he gets a character arc. Maybe that's what they're talking about. But like definitely in this movie, it's annoying that he like it should have been Han who shot out who who blew up the Death Star. That would have been sick. He gets in there with the the Millennium Falcon. He blows it up. Or it should have been Porkins, dude. I don't know. Give me somebody besides Luke. Who cares? Yeah. They should have switched. As soon as they brought Yoda into the picture, Yoda should have been the main guy. And then, <laughs> you know. We're following this guy for a while. Yeah. I would just just yeah. skip. That's how I would write a series if I was going to do it. I wouldn't do any of this Hobbit-style stuff or Star Wars-style stuff where you stick yourself with one main character. No, I'm I'm jumping. You got all of Star Wars, and you're going to name people whatever you want. You're going to name them like Jinkus. Jinkus blogness or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you make them cool, switch over to Jinkus blogness. Stop doing Luke Skywalker. You know. Yeah, yeah. Pork, pork, pork belly. Whatever his name is. What's his name again? Porkins. Porkins. Yeah. Yeah. Porkins. Let's see the Man, Porkins, Porkins backstory. We're gonna get to the. Uh, I can't wait to like dissect what the fuck's going on with the sequel trilogy. Um, which is what's that? That's the seven, eight, and nine. Like the ones that came out when we were in college. Oh yeah. And later, yeah. There's more than that. No, is there only nine now? There's only nine. There's plus nine the other extras. Episode nine, yeah, is the so last. So three, number. three, three main yeah, ones, and then, and then there's two extra ones. Yeah. I thought there was more than that. Are they doing? They're doing more, right? I think, as it stands today, I think it those kind of like got delayed and oh, semi okay. canceled or whatever since like COVID? first of all, Mando took off big numbers sure. and like Switching and or critically acclaimed um and they're so they're kind of like doing tv until they outrun the uh bad will that episode nine got them i can't even yeah. rise of skywalker and i yeah. got them i got them all as i started the show i you know, i led the whatever they called it what do they call uh yeah gamer, gamer, gamer Gate, for, for star, wars. star wars yeah i'm not sure yeah jedi i forget i was just i was just riffing you know <laughs> But I'll see. Now I'm gonna watch the movies, and maybe I'll re- maybe I'll make a big I'll make a big retraction. Uh, man, <laughs> <laughs> actually, that was pretty good. <laughs> more, it's more Star Woke. I think is where people ended up on that. Really, that's the problem that they had. It was it? people. Yeah, I think I think the well. <laughs> that's so stupid. That's what they were mad about. I figured oh, they were just yeah. like boring or something. I mean, I don't know why I thought they'd just be boring. I guess that's why it's. I guess that's why I named it Gamergate for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll 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 get into it once we get there. But I think as a preview of that, my recollection of it is that Episode Eight came out, The Last Jedi, and uh, it had like an Asian woman in it and a black guy who was uh, more than a one-dimensional character. John Boyega, and, right? That's the guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, every like the fucking Reddit army rose up and w- they said it was SJW. And um, okay. and then so J.J. Abrams retook the wheel for episode nine and listened to everything they said and uh, uh, like completely caved to, or I don't even caving is the proper way to describe him, just like 
Like maybe he just agreed from the get go and uh, just he just did a he did a Reddit make a wish type of thing, <laughs> and uh, it turned out to be unwatchable. Oh, okay. And then so that's that's kind of like the lasting legacy of like, well, this just fucking sucks. People are either mad at you because um, it's too woke, or they're mad at you because it sucks. <laughs> and okay. so I think they're waiting a while until they make another movie. And also, and then Solo came out after that, and there and that was bad too, apparently. But we'll we'll evaluate on our own terms once we get there. Um, so the last thing I wanted to do on the pod before we stop is uh, I think it'd be fun to rank them, rank the movies as we go. Okay, one. Yep, one for me too. I've got uh, Shelly would be happy, but I got a Trello board uh, for each of us um, open here, and uh, right now. We've all got A New Hope ranked as number one. Okay. So as we progress. Well, you got to check with Atticus. Maybe he refuses to rank this one. Maybe Maybe he does. That's true. The garbage board. Yeah. So good that it can't be ranked. I love this. I don't know. I, there's a lot, there's a lot of goofy shit in it, but this, I, I feel the same way about this as like, this is the movie magic zone for like you, you and Bond, I think where, yeah, um, it's, I cannot watch this objectively um and i don't want to i don't want to try either i think that'd be silly um i'm i'm just loving it i'm hooting and hollering throughout it i'm feeling mad at luke the same way i did when i was seven and that is cool i'm having a good time nice yeah well thanks for joining us for episode 301 colon episode four colon a new hope colon darth your skeletons art academy this was this was a blast. We'll can't wait to do more. Next week, Empire Strikes Back. Bye bye.